0: Hello and welcome to episode two hundred and forty one of the Waters Swaveland Podcast. I'm your host, Weishan, and as usual I've got Tony with me here today. Hey T, how's it going?
1: It's going well. Having a good beer, so tonight's rocking and rolling.
0: Nice. Just wonder, do you do you notice this new feature on Teams? Like it has live transcriptions. Do you do you see that?
1: I honestly, I am laboring on Labor Day right now. Wei Shen, I have not paid any attention to any uh, new things. Uh, no, so what? Uh, there's a uh, it transcribes it now when you record.
0: Yeah, it's a live transcription, so I can pretty much see like all the words that we're uh, whatever we're talking. So you can see it I, I can't.
1: I don't see any words popping up.
0: Hmm, Is it just? Weird. Maybe, oh, maybe it's just I because, because
1: like you it. set up it. No, oh, I no, no. Didn't. Show transcript. Yeah, 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 Oh, that's... on. Oh, shit. That's cool.
0: Thanks. I have to bleep that out.
1: Hey, but now you know where it is. <laughs> 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 that's awesome. Yeah, you know, actually, uh, I noticed uh, uh, before uh, somebody was sharing um, screen, and now it looks like... It, before when, some, when when I would share my screen, I couldn't see anybody else. Mm-hmm. Um, that was on the call so I couldn't see their face so i like I'd be like can you all see this and like there'd be silence because people are like probably shaking their heads and'm like I can't see you somebody say yes or no can you see my screen you know <laughs> now uh the last time I was talking with somebody uh, I could actually see their face uh when i sh- when um uh, when they shared their screen uh and when I shared my screen so that was actually I, I guess uh teams is uh they're they're catching on they're uh they're they're yeah, they they know that this is uh, the, the 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 new normal. Oh god, I hate that term. I'm gonna stop using that. Sorry, I've had a couple beers, so whatever. Trans. Let's see. Let's see how the transcription service does as I start slurring more and more of my words. Anyway, <laughs>
0: <laughs> so far it's doing okay, actually, but we'll see. Towards the end of the podcast, how that works. Like, um, but I, I think. This kind of ties. I mean, this new features that Microsoft has actually, or Teams have, has um, mm-hmm. launched, um, actually ties in quite nicely with the piece that yeah. uh, our, our reporter uh, Josephine Gallagher wrote about um, uh-huh. Microsoft and Bloomberg. Well,
1: um, <laughs> <laughs> that's a good segue. Actually, that's funny. Yeah, it does. <laughs>
0: i'm just wondering do you feel the same way that uh of how she painted it like in terms of like
1: first uh, i'm sorry Wei Shen. while this is a very popular story and a lot of people are reading it you got to give our listeners who maybe don't pay you know four thousand some odd dollars for a water subscription maybe give some of the listeners a little bit of a of a synopsis of of joe's story
0: Right, right. Of course, I was going. To, I was going to go into that. You just didn't wait for me. Thanks very much. Oh,
1: sorry, sorry. Well, listen, you you ran away ahead there. You know, you gotta, gotta take it slowly.
0: <laughs> okay. Well, anyway, Joe's piece actually says that. I mean, she she did talk about how, uh, you know, in the past there have been many so-called Bloomberg killers, but she kind of questioned I hate that term. And I yeah. even edited
1: the story, and I kept it in there. I kept it in Max's story too. I hate that term, but go on. <laughs>
0: Well, what other, what other name would you give if not, You're not a Bloomberg okay. killer?
1: We we can have a separate conversation, but we're going to jump... Okay, let's okay. jump off of tangent here for a second. The term Bloomberg killer. I've always hated it. Um, I've written many times about how I hate that term because it's it's oxymoronic. It's It doesn't make any... Like, Bloomberg killer... If if you think that it's possible to kill off a Bloomberg, then you are an idiot. You don't understand how important these terminals are, and and just let me make sure I did not just call Joe an idiot. She was in in her column. She was talking about how that term has been thrown around about other companies. So she was she's not using that term. But um, if you type in Symphony Plus Bloomberg Killer you will find some other media outlets that connected those two terms together. Uh, when money.net was launched, again, and Joe explains this. Again, yes. You know, uh, trust me, I edited the story. I would not have allowed those things to stay if she was <laughs> saying it. Um, anyway, so that's the Bloomberg killer stuff. It's silly. If you use that term and you think it's actually possible to kill off a of Bloomberg, you have no idea just how ubiquitous these terminals are on the buy side and the brokers and how important the chat is, the data, the analytics, and how it's, again, you don't look at, look at Thomson Reuters, which, oh, I'm sorry, it's not Thomson Reuters anymore. Now it's uh refinative <laughs> owned by uh, Black uh, Blackstone, right? Oh no, they're not owned by Blackstone anymore. Now they're owned by LSCG and, uh, but they still have the icon terminal. Oh no, that's right. They're gonna sunset the icon terminal and they're gonna use workspace. See, now I'm getting ahead of everything here. <laughs> <laughs> so anyway, Bloomberg Killer, not a fan of that title. I'm not, and again, it's not that like, I'm rooting for Bloomberg. I think it's just like there are just, there are just certain facts about things. And it's just a fact that it's until Bloomberg is one day sold, until Michael Bloomberg himself sells this company, then we don't really there, – there's no – chance of a bloomberg because again no one's going to get even though they're expensive the, the buy side's not getting rid of these terminals like yeah they'll get rid of mm. anyway i'm going I, off on. A i chance. think
0: i think i mean just on that term bloomberg killer it's just very easy to use and the people while well, companies feel that i mean those that are they, they want to be bloomberg killers feel that they can be um mm. but of course and it's a important lot that stands in the way
1: I remember like David Gurley would always be like, we don't view ourselves at David Gurley, who's a CEO, a former CEO now of Symphony uh, and who created the precursor uh, to Symphony, uh, uh He was like, listen, we're not a Bloomberg killer. We're just a communication platform. And that's what he always say publicly, but uh, And God, this is some of those things that you wish that you screenshotted back in the day. And me and Max have been looking through everything, but Max Bowie, again, who's been covering the industry for 20 years, I've been covering this industry for 12 years, something like that. Um, We used to get emails from people at Symphony, and in the signature, like underneath their name, it'd be like, the Symphony, blah, 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 the Bloomberg Killer. And so people like to use that when it's Good marketing tool like when you'll talk to somebody over drinks we're gonna kill off the bloomberg that's what they'll say um but then there'll be a public oh no 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 we're not we're not bloomberg. anyway i digress
0: yeah yeah <laughs> but anyway her piece actually looks at you know um how big tech firms you know if, if there's any company that has uh she she puts it in in here right is it's um i'm reading too heavily into some of the conversations i've had over the last few months but if any company has a hope in hell of taking on bloomberg it would have to be big tech or Mm -hmm. might an acquisition be in the cards so Mm -hmm. she's just looking at the fact that i mean they have a lot of resources big tech firms anyway like microsoft like google Mm -hmm. ibm have a lot of resources that can push for this but do you feel the same way? Do you feel yeah?
1: So here's what I would say. Um Josephine and I have differing you know, if it's a Venn diagram, there's certainly overlaps where we agree and then there's areas where we disagree and you know, neither of us are experts. You know, we just kinda of talk to people and she talks nowadays she talks to many, many more people than I talk to on you know, a just the nature of the beast you know you're a reporter day-to-day having to file copy you're just going to talk to a lot more people so she's a little bit closer to the ground now um than i am um the way that she approached it and the way that because she talked with um uh, a high-ranking uh person at, at microsoft uh, the f- former employee about uh just conversations that were happening internally about can we there were banks that were coming to microsoft
0: mm. that
1: were saying can you produce something that can help us to get rid of our bloomberg terminals okay and so this person and so the the, the this opinion piece that josephine wrote is based. so she also spoke with people from bloomberg as well uh, I, I can't remember who the person was um, I think that we're right there. Was somebody from Bloomberg that was quoted in there? Can um, you find a name while I'm talking? Um, but uh, somebody was quoted in the story. I can't remember who. Um, uh,
0: it was a Microsoft person.
1: Oh no, maybe that, that's what it was—a Microsoft person. That yeah, yeah, okay, sorry, sorry. So it was a Microsoft person. Um, and then, I'm sorry, the Bloomberg person was like, she spoke with somebody at Bloomberg. like, yes, we do look at Microsoft as a uh, competitor. Um, anyway, the pin the piece is based around this of, can Microsoft become the company if there ever was going to be a Bloomberg killer? I hate the term, but let's use it. Screw <laughs> it. Um, if there ever was going to be a, a company that could, you know, usurp Bloomberg from that top pedestal, of that you know kind of data giant pedestal um terminal you know kind of giant pedestal who could it possibly be communication uh that 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 comms piece that chat piece is so uber important um bloomberg chat is there's a great quote uh that somebody told um uh, bloomberg chat is the it's, it's it's the it's like church. It's like where everybody comes to congregate or somebody like that. Yeah, what was the quote? the
0: the place where the industry congregates. It's called the church. The Bloomberg yeah. Network is the church.
1: Yeah. <laughs> so, you know, while Symphony was had all the backing of all the, or many of the the largest uh, banks on Wall Street and money.net was just this kind of scrappy upstart. Again, if you want to talk about them, if you want to go back in the day and talk about Thompson Reuters and Refinitiv, Thompson Reuters being a giant itself. um, And they always, you know, they they fought for a long time, but you know, at the end of the day, they lost that battle. Um, Mm. You know, who could do it? Well, Microsoft has an opera, like a research and development budget. Uh, It's in that story, but it's, absolutely astronomical uh the research and development budget the amount of people they have on it they have the resources potentially to you know really really cause pain to the microsoft terminal business if and here's where i that I, I just i don't see it but if They could somehow team up with some other partners or buy straight out buy some other partners that can give them that ecosystem that Bloomberg already operates through its terminal. So, yes, they have chat, they have collaboration, they have, you know, kind of workflow solutions. The buy side loves, they are obsessed with Microsoft Excel spreadsheets, as we've written about for probably. Got out for as long as Microsoft Excel spreadsheets been around, we've been worrying about will the buy side ever give up their Microsoft Excel spreadsheets? And the answer is no, they won't. Um, uh, and you know everybody uses Microsoft Outlook, they use you know they use Word stuff like that. So they have a lot of the pieces already. Now, can they make that key purchase that key that key acquisition? I don't see them ever being able to build anything that would ever remotely come close to a Bloomberg terminal. Now I just don't, I won't care how many acquisitions they want to make, um, and there's a reason for that too. But I I would say this: if there was ever going to come a day when, well, there will come a day when Bloomberg is sold or Michael Bloomberg is you know no longer uh, there, and there's you know we've been hearing rumblings about this for a while now. Who could buy Bloomberg? I mean, now, does Bloomberg get kind of stripped off? Do, do, do the pieces get stripped off? And kind of, you know, who or who knows what happens? I, I am not nearly smart enough to know what that process could and would look like. Mm-hmm. But let's just play a stupid little thought process game. Of all the companies in the whole wide world that could swallow a Bloomberg, the so take away the news division and all that. Um, we're just talking about, swallow the this uh, kind of the the kind of capital markets business and the data analytics business microsoft would be microsoft or google would be the two companies that would immediately come to your mind right so i don't ever see microsoft being Mm -hmm. able to have the the drive the 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 stay the course attitude and the Where you gotta lose ground to make ground of okay, I acquire this company. All right, now I gotta integrate this company. Now I acquire Mm -hmm. this company. Now I gotta integrate this company. Microsoft teams, they built that. I'm pretty sure that Microsoft teams isn't that these weren't from major acquisitions or anything. Microsoft Excel they built, you know, Word they built, right? These are things that they've created. Microsoft Outlook um, and then Azure cloud. These are things that they created now you're asking them to be an acquisition integration company specific to the capital markets. That's where I just, I am not seeing it Mm. though. There are people in the industry that absolutely believe that that could happen.
0: Hmm. Okay. But that's an acquisition could be on the cards for sure, but and we've talked about this before, you've written about it plenty of times before, acquisitions can be messy. I mean, there's so many things that are involved in an acquisition, right? Um, Whether you plan to strip it out and sell it for parts, um, or it could be down to the people. I mean, we've seen with the Fidesa and Ion story. Um, Uh The thing is here that Big Tech definitely does, we can see them wanting to take more of the pie Uh, or, or take up more space in the capital markets, take a piece of that pie. But the number one hindrance and why capital markets is, is so hard is because it is heavily, it is very heavily regulated. Yes. Is this something that you think firms like Microsoft, Google, IBM, what have Amazon. you, um, yeah, Amazon, do they want to endure? Do you think they will have the perseverance to kind of endure and push through uh, these? Well, they would need to be regulated. Yeah.
1: Well, so two things. I'm going to get to the regulation piece in a sec. because that is a massive piece of this. It is very, very clear that these... Big tech firms, and this is the term we're going to use loosely for. Specifically for capital markets, we're talking about AWS, Microsoft, Google, and to some extent IBM. Um, IBM still very, very big on hardware, big on the tech space, big on the cloud. They're they're trying to figure out where their lane's going to be. Google big on analytics. Microsoft, you have your Outlook kind of piece, and then AWS is the cloud giant, right? Okay, so they have been trying to figure out ways to make inroads into the very very lucrative world of capital markets especially as things like crypto and nft and i don't want to even for a second talk about that but you know as as finance gets becomes more complicated bigger they're trying to figure out where is where are avenues that we can actually get some of this money you know there's there's so much money to be had here beyond just we're the cloud guys that can store your data all right now we got the analytics piece we can help a little bit with analytics okay now there's encryption okay you know do they end up buying i wrote a column about this but do they end up buying a major market data provider let's not even say bloomberg let's say it's it won't be faxed i don't i don't think it'd be fact set, but let's say it's um, I don't know an S P or somebody like that i don't know but the msc now i'm just now i'm wildly speculating <laughs> sorry i'm into the third beer here um here's the thing there are two schools of thought here back in the day and specifically microsoft they made a bunch of splashy hires. I don't have the names of, of, for me, but they made they made, a, they made it like this really big push into the capital markets. Google was doing this too. Um, and I used to be getting called in, like representatives, PR people from Microsoft and Google were like calling me up say, saying, hey, we'd love to, for you to meet this executive. We just hired him from Wall Street, from Wall Street Bank X, you know. This one came from Credit Suisse. This one came from UBS, one Goldman, or whatever it is, Morris, whatever. So they were making all these hires, and for like two years, they would kind of try and build it up. Then they started to realize first, the capital markets is insanely highly regulated. Mm. And two, God, they're making so much money in other aspects of the of <laughs> just their regular businesses. Why, why are we putting all yes, there's a lot of money there, but you know where else there's a lot of money? retail <laughs> there's, there's a lot of money in defense spending you know mm. there's a lot of money in manufacturing there's, there's t- healthcare services healthcare services we, we can really crack into that why are we doing capital markets here and sure enough they would just kind of those people would then just kind of i don't know if they got fired laid off or if they just kind of just said all right and then they would kind of leave and take their expertise somewhere else mm. So, there's certainly a belief that 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 these companies do not once the regulators really start to like the regulators are already coming down hard, especially in Europe, on the cloud providers, um, the hyperscalers, or whatever the hell the term that they use uh, is. Um, the, so these data store these uh, you know uh, cloud storage places. Well, there's so much. Um, uh, concern about privacy, about um, encryption, about things like that, about how the information is being used, who has access, all these kind of things. In Europe especially, they're taking a hard look at the big tech companies. So are they going to want to keep on going? Because it doesn't get easier as you get further and further ingrained into the capital markets. the The regulators just become more and more burdensome. Hmm. Um, so there's that, and so I think that there's a lot of people that would say it'll be regulation that would push them away. And then I was talking with the CEO. I'd, I'm not going to use. Uh, I'll say it was a, it's a it was a he uh, just because I know I'll screw up the the pronouns of they later on. Um, but so I won't use his name because I I don't think he would care if I said that any if I put his name to his butt. I don't remember if we had like we were just kind of talking about this. Anyway, I digress. <laughs> but he was like, Tony, you you gotta be kidding me. He's like, Do you really think that these companies are gonna just it's like do you understand how complex stuff like fixed income the fixed income market is, foreign exchange, you know, much less equities, all the specialized workflows that you have to build into these, um into uh, these just various different asset class, getting all these systems to talk to one another. It's, it's a nightmare. And they have too big a business elsewhere. They don't need this. Yeah. And that makes complete sense.
0: Mm.
1: I would say this, though. I disagree. I am not the CEO of a company. I am somebody talking on a podcast at 1 o'clock in the morning while having a couple beers okay so let's get that (laughs) understood but what i would say is this i wrote a column about how fixed income is being revolutionized by cloud ai and interoperability well on the cloud and ai front the biggest companies in the world are the big tech companies if as some people believe, as I wrote that column about big tech companies and making a big splash in MA, and that was based off of a conversation with uh, Bob Iotti at uh, Burton Taylor. And he fully believes that that's absolutely going to happen in the next year, that one of these big companies is going to make a splash and buy a big, uh, uh, one of the top 20, let's say, um, big market data providers. If that happens, the race will be on. Mm. And... Well, I don't think they're gonna build a terminal to replace a Bloomberg. I do think they're gonna try and become disruptive in certain areas of the capital markets. And I think fixed income is a perfect area for them to be a very disruptive force because they control AI. They, they can control potentially AI. They mm-hmm. they do control cloud. Um, interoperability, they almost don't need the interoperability. They 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 are already interoperable because all the players in the interoperability space what do they use? Cloud computing. <laughs> Who are they using for their cloud needs? They're using the big tech companies. <laughs> so that's why I, th- I, think that th- I think that the way that I've written about and we've talked about in this podcast, interoperability was the most important sea change of the last mm-hmm. three, four years. Big tech, the next three, four years, do they actually make a serious play in the capital markets or two three years from now we're just talking about them as simply cloud providers analytics providers some ai and stuff like that but they 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 certainly haven't displaced bloomberg much less have they displaced any of the other analytics companies and stuff like that Mm. yeah i i've blown your mind clearly
0: (laughs) (laughs) you said a lot you know
1: (laughs) you need to cut me off you're the host
0: I know I should have cut you off way sooner, but <laughs> But it was good stuff. I think it was good stuff.
1: I thought that was a good rant. I thought that was a very good rant there, so whatever.
0: Yeah. Yeah, it was, which is why. So yeah, I, that's why I didn't cut you good off.
1: Good job, Wei Shen. I'm happy you didn't <laughs> cut me off. Because I would have probably then cut you off. I'd be like, Whoa, 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 don't cut me off yet. I'm still going.
0: <laughs> yeah, yeah, you probably would have done that. I couldn't totally foresee it. <laughs> So anyway, (laughs) I I think, uh, yeah, we'll definitely, I mean, I feel that, okay, it's kind of weird because I feel the same way that you do uh, in that sense that I I don't think there will also be a Bloomberg killer. I don't think the big tech firms will actually come into the terminal space and, you know, disrupt um, (laughs) uh, Bloomberg's market share in that sense, but they do have other are there uh, avenues to do that which would be you know through uh and i'm not talking about microsoft alone but like which would be through uh, the use of ai or cloud um, mm-hmm. and analytics so there'll be disruption in those areas instead so rather than a direct hit i guess in like straight into the capital markets well,
1: let me even. let me ask you then sorry just uh, i would like you know just to clarify what you're trying to say there right now they're already helping Every single uh, analytics platform is—I I would assume that most every analytics platform, every you know, whether it's Bloomberg, they're all using these companies in some way. Mm-hmm. But then they're building their own tools, so they're using it as kind of the infrastructure, kind of backbone, kind of to it. But then they build the the secret sauce. What I'm asking is, do you think that they say, "Wait, we'll also build the secret sauce. We'll build that those." Those proprietary tools that you know your S3 can't use, or something. You know, just a, a, a that's like one. Of the, I don't know why it just <laughs> popped in my head as an analytics company. Like, good analytics company. I have nothing against them. They're a good company. Okay, Yeah, <laughs> um, you know, so n- maybe not even like a Bloomberg, but you know, So that's what I'm asking you.
0: I think it is possible <laughs> that they would do that because, as you mentioned earlier, Microsoft and Google in the past in the past couple of years they have hired people from uh, Wall Street Bank X and Y and Z and so on and so forth, mm-hmm. right? So if they are already in that space and they're providing the technologies to allow analytics firms to, you know, provide those services better to their end customers, or they the banks and so forth, why wouldn't they not be able to do it themselves? If they have the experts, if if they did make those hires, and we, why we don't know what happened to them at the moment, um, they could very well be working on on the, these sort of projects within Microsoft or Google or IBM yeah so i i don't see i i i think it's definitely a possibility i wouldn't i wouldn't put it um, i can't find the word
1: that is <laughs> a very lukewarm opinion
0: <laughs> why that
1: is the opposite of a hot hock- oh i'm just saying you know you're saying it's possible
0: it yeah. is possible yeah you know yeah. what maybe but it's possible, especially if they have the people, if they have the experts this to do is, it, why not?
1: This is the difference between Asians and Americans. What Americans are like, yes, this is going to happen. We are definitive. Yes, oh. this is going to happen. Or no, it's not going to happen. <laughs> I say, yes, it's going to happen and it's going to happen in fixed income. That's my prediction. They're saying maybe. Honestly, your opinion is probably better than mine. I just, I'm doing the hot take thing. You
0: asked me if it was possible. I said it is possible. I'm I'm not saying that it will happen or it will not happen. So you asked me whether it was possible or not. And that's what I'm answering you. (laughs) All
1: right. My question is, will it happen, Wei Shen? Yes or no?
0: (laughs) (laughs) Damn it. (laughs) Maybe. No. (laughs) Yes. Yes. I think it will happen.
1: (laughs) You know what? Mate. <laughs> so there you have it people you don't have to worry about it we way and i agree so it's all been decided i hope you're listening on this labor day and uh you know that you you because now you now you know something that no one else knows that big tech will eventually disintermediate the analytics firms and stuff like that in capital markets congratulations <laughs>
0: hope you enjoy a labor weekend
1: <laughs> <laughs> am i done laboring on labor day way shen can i go yes you, un- labor are, done.
0: Now? Yes, you are done thank nice. you Siri. okay we'll see you next week All right,
1: well thank you audience
0: catch thank y'all later you. bye